Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Formula One podcast. Races, races, races. Races have been, races have gone, races to come. Race news, previews, predictions. It's all here. Everything you could possibly want from a Formula One podcast in a nice, tight package. I didn't mean it like that. You, you know what I mean. It, Formula One podcast. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave reviews where you can leave reviews. Share the podcast around. Do absolutely everything you can to get this podcast out in the world. It's great. We love it. You love it. Other people should love it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, straight to the apex. Hello, welcome to Straight to the Apex F1 podcast. This is episode 14. Hey. Hey. Thank you very well much. Thank you very much. Well I got it right for once. Um, I'm leading today, Tony Rawson. I'm joined by James and Mark. Hello. Uh, and we've, we've got some news to start off that the beloved Hull Kingston Rovers rugby league team won in their semi-final so we've gone with a Rovers themed podcast we are going to Wembley James is so happy he painted his kitchen red yeah yeah he, he knew oh, this is a party house insane kitchen was red and white though. I like it already yeah don't, James don't. James was there what did you think James oh don't look at me wrong stressful I ain't going to bloody lie. Um, especially when we got halfway to Leeds and then we realised he'd left the tickets in the house. No. No. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, big shout out to Chris. But no, we, we got to the ticket office. We explained what happened. We showed him pictures of the tickets and they gave us new ones. So all good, but yeah. <laughs> what? You carried but, on? Oh, well, we just thought we'll risk it. If, we, if they can't reprint them, we'll just buy new ones. But... Um, You've not, yeah. trusted, you've not trusted him to buy the Wembley tickets, have you? Oh, no. I bought my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Chris, if you nice. do listen, remember your tickets. Remember your, remember your tickets. <laughs> well. Well, we could pretty much talk about anything else except the race this weekend because it was fucking boring. Mate, the, the, the reel you sent me, I think it was yesterday or something, on, on Instagram, it just summed it up. I mean, it's, that's not even one F1 race in seven seconds. That's pretty much the entire season. It was underwhelming, and we're nearly halfway, and Max Verstappen carries on. Um, record 12th win for Red Bull, his ninth win of the season, seventh in a row. His biggest winning margin so far. Um, yeah, we've we've touched on it many a time. It's a special car. It's a special season for him. What do you think? How Hamilton called it. He's been every, every interview. I think every interview he's had since last race, including this one, 
he said the same thing about Red Bull. They've slowed it down. It's not that everyone else is getting faster. It's that they've slowed down. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's quite clear. I mean, they weren't, they weren't great in practice. They weren't great in qualifying or anything else like that. And then all of a sudden on race day, Perez has enough bloody power in there to go from whatever bloody position he was and become driver of the day. Mm. Max getting a ridiculous lead in in a number of, and I, I mean a number of laps. I think at one point he got like a seven second lead in two laps. It's like, how do you fucking do that? I mean, what, uh, Total Wolf, Total Wolf actually said um, it, it's like an F1 car against a bunch of F2 cars. Yep. Something yep. like one point two five seconds faster most of the laps. Yeah. Good, good news is though there was uh, under the salary cap last year apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they just told them to start bringing pack lunches instead of going to the canteen, aren't they? Yeah. Saved them millions because of millions under. <laughs> yeah, millions under. I mean, credit where credit's due. Red Bull. They've beat McLaren's record. Um. They called perfect pitch strategy for Perez. Max had a good start. And they also pulled out a 1.9 second pit stop for Perez. 1.9. I mean, when they said that they were slowing pit stops down, you know, the the change of view procedures would never get under two seconds again. 1.9. Well, what, what? Winning team, champion team, they're getting it all right. They're getting it all right. Um, unlike Ferrari, who seem to be getting it all wrong. Everything still. they do, everything they touch, do, say. Crap stop. Um, team tactics, again, unsure of what the tactics are. Then drivers are... Carlos calling his own strategy mid-race, not getting back to people on the radio, just, just a nightmare. Not the quick cars, not the quickest. They are like a fourth, fifth. They're becoming like nearly a mid-table team, if not they are. They are. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're everything they do over the last, and it's not just this season. It's what. Three seasons, but also you're now getting the infighting with the drivers, like Leclerc and Sainz both chipping each other, like get the other mm. way, yeah, like, them over. I'm on a better strategy, and like you say, Leclerc calling his own strategy, they're an absolute mess, absolute mess. Anything to add, James? What's about Ferrari? <sighs> needs to change. And it, it's not just like a little thing like, oh, let's just change something on the car. It needs to be something. It needs to be either one of those two has to go or it has to be someone in the back room. Well, the, the, the principal last year, granted, he wasn't having a fucking great season or anything else like that. But it, if anything, it's got worse. Yeah. Another race, another calamity. Another race, another calamity. And you could really spend a podcast almost picking apart the season of Ferrari, which we have nearly done before. So I'll I'll do it with one race, not this race, but last race. 
this is this is how much the drivers actually give a shit now because they're not paying attention. Because at one point on the radio, when they said, "Oh, let's go to Plan B," and I can't, I think it was Leclerc actually turned around and went, "Oh, what was Plan B again?" Yeah, yeah. That that they're not even talking to each other, not communicating in in racing debriefs or you know planning the next race or anything else like that. They've got, they've got no this confidence, is, have they? No, they've got no confidence well, in the team. I mean, Fred Vasseur, really, he should rip that team apart and start again. Because, but who's going to go? This is the thing with Ferrari. They've had quite a bit of a problem recruiting. Like, James Allison, obviously, he went for a little bit, didn't stay. Every F1 team, really, apart from a couple, are based in England. And to get the best engineers, they are mainly English, the best aerodynamicists, the best strategists. They don't want to go live in Italy. They don't want to do that. They, you know, they might have families. They might just not want to commute. So they have to employ Italians. I'm not saying that they're, you know, less than the British UK people, but obviously they're not getting the best of the best because they can't get the best of the best. They're, the hands are almost tied, aren't they? It's Yeah, but when Ferrari you knocks on your door, Surely, when when a Ferrari knocks on your door, that's gonna make you. That's gonna turn your head. Obviously, it Obviously it's not. You know, people are going out there and not lasting long. They can't. They can't build a team, and that's another thing. Red Bull and Christian Horner has done. He has built a team that's been there. Mm. Like there's a guy always, always in the garage. He's got dreadlocks, real tall. He's been there for years, you know. Yeah. Um, the team boss, I can't remember what his his name is, but he's, he's under um, he's under Christian Horner. He's been there. Obviously, Adrian New has been there. They've got the same people in the same positions. They have built like a rugby team, like a football team. The gel, the wet Ferrari are just chopping and changing, and they they're getting it wrong. They need so, a complete... Yeah, they've got to start somewhere. Is this the start? Maybe, maybe not. This story continues. Um, should, we, should we do some news? Yeah. Let's take a little turn, turn left um, and do some news. The biggest news, I think, of the whole weekend, probably over the race, Okay, yeah. above the race, I was thinking more of um, a Daniel Ricciardo. Huh. Okay. Comes back into the Alpha seat. He did okay, considering he's been away for so long. What do you guys think? I think he did well. I think I 13th well. for 13th. Yeah. That's what I mean. First race back, like you said, he hasn't driven in... Nine months. Granted, mm. right, he's done test driving and all that kind of stuff, but he hasn't he hasn't been in a, a an actual race scenario or anything else like that. And yeah, he, he finished P thirteen. So well done, I mean, mate. I mean, he got caught in the absolute carnage that was the start. Best turn. Dropped to near the back and managed to get back to thirteenth in a very ordinary car. And qualifying, he got to Q two. Sonoda didn't. Yeah, I think he had a very. He's only going to get stronger, and that's a worry if you were Sonoda. 
Well, Sonoda's having a good season, supposedly. That's a worry if you're Perez. It's also a massive worry if you're Perez. But he's got his seat safe for next year. Bollocks. <clears throat> Bullshit. Well, in we, we all years. We were Horner went up to him just before the first, just before the formation. It just got in the cart and Horner actually walked up to him, shook his hand to wish him luck and everything. Mm. He knows what he's doing. Perez has come out today and said, oh, no one can handle that second Red Bull seat. Um, It's a pressure like you've never felt, blah, blah, blah. He's making a lot of excuses as if to say that the pressure's getting to me. I'm stepping back. That's the kind of of gist I'm getting, that he's he's laying the foundation for if he does get binned or he's, he's going to go on his terms. Like, yeah, it's his idea. Yeah. Else's, yeah, I think that a lot of it they are positioning it. Just his comments today. I don't know if you've seen it. Just saying that like he's under pressure and no one can survive against Max in, in this Red Bull team. Blah blah blah. He's laying the groundwork. He's not going to well, be in the seat for long. Ricardo managed fucking second seat along with um, Verstappen. Yep. Ricardo handled it well. And, and, you know, they just unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, well, yeah, it was unfortunate for Ricardo, but obviously Harder chose Max. You know what? Thinking about it, Ricardo would be perfect because he is a, he is Mr. Nice Guy, looks good in an F1 car, looks great on your team. Everybody loves him. The weekend yeah. felt better because he was there. I don't know why. Yeah. Great for people because he's just a happy guy. Like I know so, you've, I know you've doubted his ability in the past. Um but he's a solid driver. You give him a cat. I mean, he give Max a run for his money. Yeah, Red Bull have pinned the colours to Max now. But I think yeah, what but, been through at Renault and McLaren, he'd be quite happy to sit as a second driver, whereas before he that's wasn't what I'm saying. why he left. Yeah. That's why I'm that's why I think it's a match made in heaven now. You've got the one guy that wants to win it all. He can go do that. You've got the other guy, happy to be there, drives to the best F1 team. Everybody loves him. He's selling caps. Yeah. Right. The, the, the other thing as well, and we said it at the end of last season when we first found out that Red Bull had taken Ricardo on as um, a representative of the marketing team or something stupid like that, whatever it fucking was. Probably another way of like scamming the budget cap. Um, mm-hmm. We all said the reason is is because Red Bull have now become the villains. You know, un- unless you you know Dutch or anything else like that, you're not a big fan of Red Bull. You ain't. They're the bad guys. You know, they're the guys. You know, at the pantomime that like you all boo and hiss at and everything and else like that. They needed to get somebody in that everybody loved. And that's one of the reasons Ricardo went there as well. Obviously, don't get me wrong, he went there for a fucking good pay. Yeah. But that, oh, yeah. I, that's why Red Bull wanted him there. And yeah, getting him into that seat as well and sticking Perez in an Alpha Tari potentially. Interesting. Moving on. Upgrades. There's quite a few upgrades this weekend. Red Bull brought a big package. Did it make a difference? We'll never know. Did it? I don't know. Alpha Tauri, Mercedes, Ferrari, Alpine, Aston Martin, and Haas. 
I don't know. I don't really see much of a difference. The McLaren is still a machine. The and McLaren. they are continuing to destroy this field. The undercut, which we'll get onto soon, but Piastri looks fantastic. It's like he's never, it's like his, this is his rookie season, but he's looking amazing. Yeah, he is. He won't be allowed to beat Norris, though. Wow. Wow. Why? Why? Because that's what Daniel went. Norris is the king there, a bit like Leclerc is at Ferrari. They've they've pinned that car. They've pinned that car on Norris, and I thought when Piastri, he was doing well, he was in a good position, mm. and then all of a sudden, they obviously did him in the pit stop, and there was he just sat in the car and he's like, right, okay, he knows, he knows. Otherwise, he'd have been kicking off on the radio. Well, that's interesting because it was quiet on the radio, wasn't it? They were all, but everyone, all the commentators were saying it was a monster of an outlap from Lander. Mm. But he was still quite quiet, wasn't he? That might ride into your point. Plus, Lander got the upgrades. Was it two, three races before? Yeah. Again, nothing was really said about why he got it first. Like, it's because he's a rookie. Oh, awesome. Why would you want a season to try out a new upgrade on an expensive car when you've got a, a seasoned driver there? Mm. I mean, the Lando is also very clever because he made some comments at the weekend of, well, this car isn't really designed to my strength. It's not like I like to do mm. this with a car and it does that. Mm. Does it? Are you, again... Are you kind of building this persona that actually you're driving around the problem? It's not your team because I do think it is your team. That's why I'd like to see Lander. I completely agree with what you're saying. I think he's a very good driver, but I think I feel I feel I just see him as this like childlike driver, this young driver, but he's not. He's clever. And he's, he's a good driver, and I think this is the t- this is the time where we're going to see him like come into his own, and that goes back to your point. He is number one. He is. I also like him because he smashed Max's trophy. That, yeah. That's what I talk about. A trophy that like cost like forty thousand whatever to make in six months. Yeah, six six months to make it by hand by thirty people. Costing forty thousand dollars, or sorry, forty thousand pound, or whatever it was, and he smashes it. I mean, I, I love his celebration. I love it. I love that he bangs the champagne bottle. It's absolutely class. I think, fuck, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. Like he gets his champagne and he just goosh. Yeah, that's it. Fountain of champagne up in the air and stuff like that. And and yeah, just to see Max's um, trophy, just something. Like, what well, is it? Are we going to see that every time now? Well, he's done yeah. it since, since his junior car air series. He's always celebrated like that. It's like, it's like Ricardo with a showy. Yeah, yeah, that's Lando's. And apparently, um, a lad at work, Alex, he went to Silverstone and he said, obviously, Lando was on the podium there, did the same. 
if it wasn't for the caging at the bottom of the barrier, the massive gold Silverstone trophy would have also fell into the crowd when Lando did it. I mean, he might have had to explain that one a bit more than he did the parsley one at Hungary, but I like it, Lando. Can you imagine in that quiz when Tony went, I've got a prize from the race, and he went, I've got this marble, or I've got <laughs> this big old trophy that just kind of <laughs> fucked Nice. And I, I still haven't got my gravel yet. Yeah, well, When's well, it going to end? Oh, yeah, marble. shit. Marble. I got the gravel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When's it going to end, though? Is he going to smash champagne every time? Yes. What, you, what you mean is just going like, to escalate you know, to, oh, yeah. to the point eventually he's just going to bottle someone with it? Well, yeah. What, Shanker? Is he going to smash the bottle and Shanker? Smash the bottle on the side then go for Max's throat or something with the shard in his hand. Like, yeah! I won! Wow. Wow, that took a 10. Anyway, sorry, quickly going back to the trophy thing. Max loved it, laughing and joking about it and everything else like that. Would he have reacted the same if Lewis had have done it? No. I think he'd be like, oh, well, I think I think Lewis is a little bit bitter. Um, he's not used to not having you know, passed his car. Um, yeah, you know, he just needs to get over it and just grow up. Would he have... Uh... Would he? He won. I mean, Christian Horner had a bit of a dig again, and he was. He said something like, "Oh, well, it can come out of Lando's budget because we haven't got the budget or some shit like that." But <laughs> Lewis, it'd have been a massive kickoff. Massive. That was it. Yeah, he said, "Oh, I, I, I hear the prince, the the owner of McLaren's got some plenty of money, so he can he can pay for it." Yeah. Yeah, but uh, always looking for angle. I, I, I was thinking something. I meant to mention it on the last podcast, so I'll, I'll mention it now. There's something I've that's only just dawned on me, and I reckon this massively upsets Red Bull, or at least Horner, because the fact is, what he's always been annoyed about is it's always Mercedes, this Mercedes, that Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes. Then as soon as Red Bull started showing dominance, the conversation was still Mercedes. They're, they're out there and they are winning convincingly. They're winning by like 17 second lead and all this ridiculous stuff. And they should be getting spoken about, but it's still, what's happened to Mercedes? What's going on there? Oh, look, here, you know, here's Toto. He's broken another headset. What's going on with Lewis? That's not, Lewis doesn't have any luck with the safety cars. Lewis, 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 Lewis. It's never Max. It's never Red Bull. It's never Horner. And I reckon that pisses them off. I think that gets to Christian that he's not a main manufacturer. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that he feels like he's working at a a second-hand used car dealer and you've got Mercedes-Benz around the corner. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? The the main dealer. I just think there's a hint of jealousy that he's, he's outselling them. He's a salesman. He's outselling. He's outselling. Oh, my God, he's the best salesman in the world. But you'll, you'll never you're be. You're not a main dealer. You're not a main dealer, mate. You're not selling yeah. Mercedes. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right there, Mark. I think there's all and James. I think there's a hint of jealousy. Mm, I do. I agree with you, James. All the time, they're always saying something about Mercedes. Or could it just be great mind games, which we know Corner's great, great at them. I'm not, I'm not saying Horner talks about Mercedes. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm saying that everybody else talks about Mercedes, even though Red Bull is still dominant. Everyone still talks about Mercedes. Mm-hmm. 
But they don't but, mention it, Ferrari. Like, Ferrari was a superpower. And since Michael Schumacher went, I nearly said Michael Jackson. I don't know why. I think it's an age thing. I, I, I must be... Um, I'm getting old. I'm really sorry. I'm so glad I didn't say Michael Jackson. I'm Michael Jackass, motherfucker. Hee <laughs> hee. Lap five, shamon. Um, <laughs> where this we? podcast has a theme for certain people, but we'll carry on. It does. Um, yeah, I just think that Ferraris gets glazed over. Like, like you say, it's everyone talks Sky, Sam and Lazenby love Max issues, Max problems. Max, is that because he's a Christian fan, Horner fanboy? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's move. Let's let's move on. We're moving oh, on. Yeah. Before okay. we talk about any more, any anything else, but in that conversation. It, Viewers, comment as you will over that past conversation. Why anyway, is it always when you lead? It all goes to shit. I said <laughs> nothing. I said nothing in that small segment. You guys did that. And you can read. The, you, can, you can listen back on all your channels. YouTube, SoundCloud, and all oh, the rest. Now, now, promote, yeah. <laughs> now we promote it. Right, yeah. Hell of, hell of yeah. a link there, guys. You look, honestly, read between the lines. Anyway, moving on. Uh, if only the Another... drivers could stay between the lines. <laughs> well rescued, well rescued. Yeah. FIA, two new teams potentially coming in. Really? Andretti and High Tech GP. High Tech, that you know what that that sounds like. The 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 PE bag you had to take to secondary school, and you knew that your mates were just going to tear you apart. Yeah, you couldn't know, afford that. I've got a new High Tech. Listen to you, you absolutely, you two, you Mercedes bum boys, man. Hey. Whoa. No, we're, Whoa. We're talking, we both went to the same school and we know if you had four stripes and not three, your ass was getting handed to you. Yeah. But but equally, let's well, let's stop at that point. Mercedes fanboys. If we go back to episode one of this podcast, oh, here we go. Season, here we go. Here we we were all Mercedes fanboys. Just because you're fickle and flaky and have moved on to I think we're on team number four. Maybe three. This season one, yeah. Maybe three. Let's go with four. Four, yeah. So if we include Mercedes, Mercedes, then there's a bit of Ferrari, then he went to Aston Martin fanboy. Now he wants nothing to do with them. He I was on... listening to the podcast from season one and I was I was I was laying it on thick with Ferrari. And I was really ashamed, really ashamed of myself. The grief you gave me the other week, because I said, you know, if Rovers wasn't around anymore, I'd probably support Castleford. They're my second team. And you went, oh, you can't, you know, it's one team. It's no, you know, there's no other team. It's Rovers or nothing else. And then, mate, you've, you've supported like four different teams this year. I am I am slightly worried for the weekend, the Tony, because um, obviously James's two teams are playing each other. So I don't know which one he'll support. It still it still cuts deep every time he keeps saying that. I don't know why he keeps saying Castleford is my second team. Like, 
There, there, there disappeared it would probably be Castleford only only because they were very similar team to Rovers they've got a very similar ground I just yeah said no one ever it, it could be worse I could say oh if Rovers was no more I'd start supporting FC oh, bleh, I feel sick of yeah. yeah I know but, uh, move, moving on moving okay. on moving on um, we're getting to halfway of the season. I have heard on the grapevine it's that time of the season where the cost cap controversy starts to kick in. And supposedly, there's three teams that may be in contention. However, Ooh. the FIA have said these claims or this hearsay is completely unfounded. However, they did say this this time last year, and we all know what happened last year. Yeah. Someone got a bit greedy at the buffet. <laughs> Any more news before we move on to the actual race? Um, the F1 Academy teams have been announced. Yep. So. Yeah, 2024, there'll be five teams with three cars per team. And all F1 teams will have their livery on a car competing. Right. Interesting. Is it livery or livery? I've always wondered this. Livery? Livery. Is it, is it, is it, I mean, it's potato, potato. It's what you want to call it. I mean, I, Go with livery because you don't say I'm having a uh, delivery or anything else like that from Amazon. I mean, so I said livery, nice. but you know, you know when you say it, you're like, have I been saying this wrong all my life? Just like Tony Cat pronounced your Guan Yu. That's yeah. true. But let's go with livery anyway. You yeah, me. I mean, it's like to be honest on that subject, it's like me and Katie have this debate about your last name, James. How would you pronounce it? Correctly. I hope so. <laughs> I bloody hope so. Stain for. Yes, it's Stain for. Yeah. Stain for, Stain Yeah, Stain forth. I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. Livery, livery, it don't matter. <laughs> taco, oh. taco. Yeah. <laughs> Any more news? No. I think so, no. Amazing. Amazing. Is it amazing? Let's go. Fabulous let's, stuff. Go. Fabulous. let's move on. Okay. Let's move on to practice. Um, the new regulations, 11 tyres. Um, interesting. I suppose it's all about this cutting down and being green. Interesting. It made for a very good weekend, I thought. A bit more strategic. Um, it, made it, quali- be- it made quality interesting. You'll have liked it because of a certain driver getting knocked out in quali. So that's probably why it made it interesting for you. I just like it mixed it up. It added a different edge more, and it made it more fair. I agree with the fairness. I just think it took strategy out of qualifying. Yeah. I, I think it took the strategy mm. out. I do like it because it mixes it up. Mm. 
Um, it takes all strategy out of it, like like Mark just said, because the only thing you can really do is see if you can reduce, reduce your weight so don't have so much fuel in the car and stuff like that. I, I, I'm going to sound like an absolute dick here, but I, I think the reasoning of, oh, you know, because we have to take, you know, two less tyres each driver, you know, that, that means it's 33,000 less tyres every season, blah, 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 blah. So we're doing our bit for the environment and everything is just bollocks. If you want to do more for the environment... No, no, no. Hear me out, hear oh, me out. Shots Set fired on. there, guys. Straight no, one Greta's coming for you. <laughs> oh, Vettel. You just pissed off Vettel as well. He's coming for you. Greta and, and all, his old ass one, guys. He's coming down. He's coming down Bev Road right now. But no, no. Hear me out. I, don't get me wrong. I'm all for doing everything for the environment and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But it's a little bit hypocritical, really, what they're kind of doing. Yeah, there's 11 less tyres and stuff like that and all this kind of stuff. But you are still driving around the same amount of times and all that kind of stuff. If you wanted to do something more for the environment, get rid of practice three. Yeah. I mean, like Lewis said, they take a lot of wet weather tyres. Don't need to take that many. No. You could make the wet weather tyres more durable, so you only need maybe two sets. That would get rid of a lot. Same with the intermediates. I mean, this whole save the planet tyre thing, I totally agree with you, James, because what did they do to the tyres years ago made them wear more? You don't need to take all these sets. You'd, you'd scrub them, you'd do this, you'd do that. But the, the, the main thing that's doing it is the emissions. Yep. And if they're still driving round, they've got three practice sessions, and then like this weekend, you've got your three practice. You, you know, you you've got your practice sessions, you you you're qualifying, your sprint, shoot out, your sprint, then the race, all that other stuff that's going on in between as well. Mm-hmm. And George Russell made it really clear last year. He said, "Why do we have three practice sessions when F, you know, F two, F three, and all them guys only get two? Yeah. If you wanted to do more for the environment and stuff like that, scrap FP three. Scrap that so you could save maybe five tyres, just like that. You'd be saving on your tyres, you'd be saving on the emissions. Yeah, exactly. Engine use, like say, mm. everything. So, yeah, Greta, if you're listening, more than happy for you to send out a pizza delivery to my house. I will send you the address details. Get me on Twitter, everything else. As long as I get a Domino's, I love you. At the end of the day, this is motorsport. Like it needs the the to for the sport to work, the cars need fuel. That's going to be an emission. I think that what Vettel is trying to push is obviously in the build up to the race, he was saying about his you know, his um <clears throat> his fuel that he's like helping to produce and you know the, the cleaner fuel. But you've got all them trucks going around, you've got like, if we all went on to that clean fuel now, including the F1 cars, you, you're instantly saving your carbon footprint. We've said it before. I think it was you, James, or you, Tony. The calendar is all over. That's... Do segments. Do America, Europe, far away that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, a bit of thought into the plan. Yeah, but we we said this last... We went from Europe to Canada know, and then back to Europe. Yeah. And we're going to Vegas and Texas later in the year. Um, Why? I, that's that just reminded me actually about Vegas. One very very quick point. 
Have you seen that all the hotels in Vegas have been given a letter from the head of F1? Either block the views of the race or you will be charged $2 million. So for all their guests, they've got to block. If they can see them from high rises, they've got to put stuff up at the windows so no one can stay in that hotel and watch the race for free, basically. They want about $2 million. And this is going to get... This could be the start of a ridiculous... A ridiculous theme in it. Yeah. But anyway, it's coming. Yeah. It what else is coming is part two of this of this episode. Oh, nice. Well done. Well done you. Slick. I, I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Um so yeah, we'll crash through a bit like Perez practice qualifying the race, little quiz. Oh. <laughs> um see you on the other side before I melt because I'm so hot and on fire. Bye-bye. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing, then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. You shouldn't have even hesitated. Welcome back, like Daniel Ricciardo. However, not if you're Nick DeVries. Oh. Two, part two of the Hungary GP. Hungary. Hungary Ring. Hungary. How would you say that? Hungary Ring? Hungary Ring? Hungary Ring. Hungary? Hungary? Move on. Move on. Enough about rings anyway. Um... Oh, FP1. Um, wet. Like, and Perez span. And that was definitely a red flag, if you know what I mean. Um, he's got, and he's got history of this as well. Um, 2014, Force India. And 2015, he flipped. Um, FP2, Sonoda, Leclerc topped. Standings FP3 Hamilton tops the standings. I don't know if you've got anything else to add out of the practice. Nope, nope. Qualifying, um, Russell out in Q1. How unfortunate for the young man. Traffic um, issues, they always do it. They always do it. I, I, I actually thought it during this qualifying session as well. As soon as I saw it happening. Straight away, I I, uh, I heard Tony saying it, you know, every week they do the same thing. They wait till the last minute and then they go out there. Yeah. They just, yeah. You run the risk. You run the risk. And I'm sorry. <clears throat> he lost. He lost. He lost. Why didn't he just get on with it? Don't know. But that's how, you run the risk. Anyway. Um, Q2, 
Ricardo bowed out. Sainz just bowed out by two thousandths of a second. But really, it was all about Q3. And, oh my God, what a reaction for Lewis Hamilton to put it on pole by three thousandths of a second. Definitely the moment um, of the weekend. What do you guys think to that? I thought it was a great lap by Lewis. Great lap. Yeah. Sent it. Sent it. And this Mercedes is quite good when it's got no fuel in. Well, little fuel. And it's on red, hot slicks. But when it's full of fuel, it's not that great. Um, Interesting that he sent it as hard as he did. And he was really emotional as well afterwards, which was a bit strange. Well, it was his first pole since 2021 in Jeddah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it was I think it's just a surprise, maybe. Like no one expected it, did they? Everyone expected I mean when Max did his Q3 lap literally on his own, I thought mm. no one's beating that. And I mean Lewis's time was never purple. It it was uh, green, no. yellow, green, and all of a sudden he's at the top of the time sheets. I think it was like, wow, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. But it was a very close qualifying. Very, very, very close. Closest for a while. Do you have anything mm. else to add to qualifying? No? Just Russell, really, and his um, idiotic warm-up lap, and they're all jockeying for position, and him getting pissed off on the radio, and, like... You sh- it just, I mean, they all have a gentleman's agreement. That's gone out the window a long time ago, hasn't it? Yep. Well, yeah, look at Gasly cutting through the at the field on the final corner to then do his lap. Like, yeah. Come on. It's, it's not. It doesn't exist. Every man for himself. Every team for themselves. Well, the race Sunday, it, it was, it was going to be a good one. It was teed up to be a good one. Um, we've not seen this front row for a while, um, and the last time it was like this, it got spicy. Um, Max as well, unfavored P two, which isn't a good position to be on on in the track. But as we've alluded to already, the start of the race, it was kind of all over in about five corners. Yeah, uh, Max nailed the start past Lewis. Lewis went backwards. Joe, who we haven't really touched on, nailed qualifying, and then completely, completely, and excuse my French here, but I think it's really needed. Fucked up the start, completely fucked it up. Anti stalled, then got off to a standing start. Then broke way too late, went straight into the back of Ricardo, who then went straight into the back of both Alpines. So much so that the race. drove over the other one and broke his seat in half. Yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. quite bad for a Mocon. Like, his seat, like, his carbon fibre, and it, it broke in half. His, his back and arse was on that. Like, that must have been. Not that bad. 
but maybe maybe it was yeah. maybe it was but I Alpine mean, yeah Alpine Alp. double DNF again each other yeah. again. I mean, yeah, you say it's each other, but they didn't really. They were forced into each other, weren't they? Really? Yeah, it was. It was upsetting. It was upsetting. Chain reaction. Yeah. Do you think um, Hamilton was could have done better? What with the start? With the start, I think he'd have only delayed the inevitable. If Mm. I'm honest. I mean, fair play to Piastri, like, but but again, so the start, Lewis, Max, I mean, what is it with them two? They just can't race because they was almost forcing each other off the track. And Piastri just well, by. It's because Max does what he always does, trying to push people around and stuff like that. But I think the issue that Lewis now has is, unlike other drivers, where they're just like, I'm just going to stand my ground because I know exactly what you're going to do. Lewis now pushes back. Mm. Yeah. I think that's the issue now with them too. And, and, and they, they are just going to continue to take each other out. Yeah. And it's unfortunate really, because I think the one thing that Max wants is a race. And the only person you can see who, who was up there to race him is Lewis. Yeah. I mean, that's the only other thing I've really got to talk about from this race is Max on the radio at some point actually said to everyone, how's everything over there? Everything okay? I, I hear that as, guys, I'm bored. Can someone talk to me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... He, he probably goes for a third pit stop and stuff like that just so that he can see people. Probably. I yeah. mean, he could stop for a couple. I've got... So, by lap 15, Max was five seconds clear of Piastri. Um... After the pit stops, both McLarens were nine seconds in front of Hamilton. After Max's second pit stop, his Norris his lead over Norris went to ten seconds. Um don't have what he actually finished in front of everyone, but like you say, it was ridiculous. Thirty-three. Thirty-three seconds. Thirty-three seconds on something back on. Yeah. Either they turned something back on or they said to Max, Oh, and this this isn't my this is believe it or not, the guy that lost the tickets, he was watching the race with me and, and he said this. Well they probably told Max if he moves his seat forward an inch, you know, he can push the pedal a little bit further down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably only at about sixty percent right now. Yeah. It's like, oh you see that little dial? Yeah, yeah, just just turn that back up to um nine. Mm. What what I will say is the DRS isn't as powerful. Perez, it, it, but then they were saying about the wind wasn't in the right direction. So, but I, I do think that they've just changed that the rear wing to make it less powerful because, let's be honest, they don't need a powerful DRS because I don't think Max's has actually opened as much this season. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> think of all the problems in the last years where the flashlight was opening and closing and like do juddering. He's probably not even tried it this year because he's thought, well, we don't need it. No. No. Perez marched through the field, used a bit of DRS on the way through. He's gaining confidence again. Is he gaining confidence, though, or is it just that Red Bull have just fucking turned his car back on? Yeah. 
driver of the day, driver of the day, came from ninth to get third. But he was hanging yeah. on, albeit that, that, hanging on at the end. That's bullshit. Oh, you, you, you started in P9 and you got third, you get driver of the day. George Russell started for fucking 18th. Yeah. And also, yeah. he should have got Norris, but he backed up. He, well, he cooked his tyres and Hamilton nearly got him. Like, at mm. one point, it was close. He should have absolutely annihilated. And they had a 1.9 second pit stop. He should have been second in that car. Like, you see, he's from 9th, not 19th. Mm, true. I, true. I, I think it's a false dawn. Like, yeah. Like you say, yeah. like James, James is hitting the nail on the head. They've turned it back on. I've got him in my predictions for this week, but I think it'll it'll do it for this week. He'll have the mid-season break, and then his car will turn to shit again. Yeah, interesting. interesting. I think because I know that Perez is getting a little bit of a sniff of, I know exactly what you're doing and you're going to get Ricardo in here. Yeah, yeah. So they're just doing it to deflect. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Leclerc, Leclerc's feeding in the pit lane. Yep. Schoolboy error. But that just adds to Ferrari's woes, as adds to the Ferrari. 2023 season story. Yep. Um, shambles. <laughs> shambles. Shambles. Um, and that was pretty much the race. I, I can't really think of anything else. There was no real midfield train that we usually see. Um, Norris had a really strong uh, undercut, but was kind of touched on that already. Mm-hmm. Reasons for that. Um, Hamilton took, overtook Piastri. Perez got Piastri. Mm. Perez did mm. Hamilton in the pit stop. Um, Russell passed Sainz and jumped Leclerc because of his penalty. It was a pretty boring race. I think yeah. there was something like, what, the 20... I saw a stat. There was something like, last year there was 40-something overtakes. This year there was... 20 or well yeah it was it was pretty pretty boring what, pretty what's, boring. That, what's happened to your Aston Martin team well supposedly speaking to my mate Alonso um, the the new rules or the new tyres that have just come in I think they came in at Silverstone has severely affected the car amongst other teams as well but mainly Aston Martin. Also, they haven't brought any upgrades recently, so they've took a major back step, which, but let's be honest, this season, they have been very, very good. They've been a surprise. We did not expect them to get a podiums. Now, they're kind of finishing where we thought they would, but we're disappointed now. Well, I'm disappointed. Let's see. Let's see if there's any more upgrades in the pipeline to get us back up to the top. But get us back to the top. Get 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 the machine. The the green machine. You are unbelievable. To the top. You are fucking unbelievable. But, but I've also noticed you're not wearing Justin Martin cap tonight. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just it's all Rovers tonight. It's just all about. Representing, you know what I mean? Bullshit. Sorry. 
Wembley. Are you going to Wembley? Yes. Mark, are you going to Wembley? I'm going to Wembley. Are you going to Wembley? Well, we're all going to Wembley. We're going to Wembley to watch Rovers. I love how on the F1 podcast we've mentioned Rovers God knows how many times. And I have just sent a tweet out to the uh, Red Robin podcast and just said we might have gone slightly off topic this week. Sorry, they're probably talking about F1. That's <laughs> <laughs> the kind of thing. They, they are now. They are now. Well, I um, don't think even even we're not talking about F1, so they're not going to be. <laughs> Aston Martin, I got bonuses in the picks and the predictions, which we are going to come on to very very soon. Okay. And I got, I was, I got brownie points. I got the jump on everyone for because I was picking Aston Martin. Did, now did that turn into points for you. But now, now. They're costing me. Now it's costing me. How how is that lead for you at the moment, Tony? I don't know, but if you look back to the previous podcast, I did actually say Norris second and then changed my mind and said, can I have Alonso second? So I I fucked up there. Maybe, Mark, wait for it, wait for it. Maybe the Aston Martin hype train has slowed down. Have you moved into a shiny new factory and you've broken everything too? Like, you know... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we're running out of fuel and maybe we just need to just come down the gears and just just settle down. Just just steady off. Can you do a return after, like, half of the season on your hat? <laughs> Don't know. I mean, Don't you've got your Red Bull one waiting in the wings. <laughs> You're all right, you found. A few more seasons and then straight, straight. Get it done. Get it ordered. What What? what do you what? mean? What? Order Red Bull? Yeah. Well, high-tech GP. Hey, well. Hey. Hit me up. Hit me up. T-Dog. T-Dog. Twitter. And um, Instagram. You're high-tech. And all of his stuff. So if you was to start getting Red Bull merch, you would have to go to that guy who you massively upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Like, but yeah, it ended. Max, Norris, Perez, Hamilton, Piastri, Russell, Ferrari seven eight, Alonso Stroll, and um, Max is still leading the championship. Perez is just second. Alonso third. Hamilton fourth. Russell fifth. Sainz, Leclerc, Norris is quickly catching everybody now. Stroll somehow is in ninth and Ocon tenth. Um, anything else to add to the race? Anything before we move on? Nope. Cool. Would you like a quiz or predictions? Well, let's do predictions because normally you don't know who to pick. So let's quickly go through predictions and then, I mean... The host, the host goes first, Matt. The host does go first. But so you, come on, you know this podcast, you're part of it and you know the rules. Well, so maybe, maybe this time I have my picks done. Well, well while you're sitting there thinking about your predictions, Tony, which me and Mark probably have both already got, yeah. let's have a look at the last ones. So... Uh, for Hungary, the actual race results was Verstappen 
sorry, yeah, Verstappen, Norris, and Perez. So, Mark, you had 28 points. You went Max, Leclerc, Norris getting Max. So, you've now got 31 points. Uh, me, I went with, I had 28 points. I went Max, Hamilton, Norris. Uh, I also ended up with 31 points. Tony, you went um, Max, Alonso, Norris. You had a lead of 31 points. You got Max. You still have a lead, but it is a lead of 34. So you have a three-point lead on us. If we go to the ladies, uh, Katie was at seven points, and she's still at seven points because she'd been awkward yep. and not the, the winners. Um, Charlie, who is meant to be the guru of F1, has also been awkward and not picking winners. Well, she refused to put Max on the podium. So she's gone from 10 points to 12 because she had Ricardo, Norris and Piastri. Uh, Katie had Hamilton, Ricardo and Alonso. Um, Beth, who is actually being sensible here, um, when she had a 21 points, she went Max Leclerc, Hamilton. She now has 24 points. 10 points behind you, Tony. 10 points. I'm not saying anything because I don't want to jinx anything so i'm not i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say anything my picks for this week right just get ready ladies and gentlemen there might be a bit of silence the podcast isn't broken it's just turning about his picks by the time you come back he might be ready yeah max perez norris shit yeah no oh wow I'm going to put my pen down. Mark's changing his. You can see him. Look. Look how intense he is. Yeah, I've Copy wrote, me. I've just, no, I've just wrote yours down. Mine are nothing like yours. Mm. I put my pen down because I don't want it to look like I'm copying here because I have the exact same call. Oh. Interesting. Yes, Dad. Yes. Father and son. Boom. I like your thinking. It's in the cradle in a silver spoon. Mm. I don't so know that one. No, that one. no <laughs> it's probably yeah. gone. It's just gone like that. He hasn't got a clue. Mark. I'll educate you one day, son. So, Max for the win. Obviously. Per, nah, I haven't gone Perez. I've gone Norris second. Noza. The third one, I was debating. It's going to be a Mercedes on in third. I've gone Russell. Oh. He normally has a bee in his bonnet for a couple of races, then beats Lewis. Yeah. But, I, I want to put Hamilton because Hamilton's in, in quite a good reign of form. I just think Russell and beat Hamilton for a bit in a race and Spa is the is the one. I, I, I think Hamilton fourth and I think it will be by such a minuscule difference between him and third. Mm. It'll be unreal. I think Russell fucked up and he hasn't been doing that well. So you might be onto a winner there, Mark. You I, might hope be so. I hope so, because you two are exactly the same. So if you both get it right, 
there's a bit of a gap to me. But if you get a seven points match, oh, everything's playful. Aye, calm your excitement. What yes. What are the girls' picks? Beth actually hasn't given mine. Unbelievable. Hi, Beth. By the way, just realised we haven't done that for this week's. Look! Look at him hollering at her, and he's he's muted it, and he's just going. Beth, Beth. I think we should pick some for Beth. Do you think? Fee. She said she's going to do her picks afterwards. Senna. If that's if that's okay. If that's okay. Beth, if you're listening, it's bullshit. Get it done now. You've got. We've got a quiz to do, and Charlie and Katie. Look at this. I didn't say anything, Beth. It's him. It's all him. Beth, Tony said, pull your fucking finger out. We yeah. had nothing to do with it. It's all Tony. He said, you lazy git, been doing fuck all all day and you haven't got the picks in. He's just been telling us. Well, so, have you got Charlie's while we're waiting for Tony? I- I've got Charlie's, yes. Yeah, so. Charlie's gone. Charlie's gone. Charlie's gone Perez, Norris, and Piastri, which, in all honesty, isn't bad. No, that's not bad at all. She's going to nail it. She's one week, she's just going to nail it. And that will be like her, her, like, that is why I'm the girl. Thank you. (laughs) Katie has gone for, again, not having Matt. So, Lewis to win. Ricardo second and Norris third. I mean, there's one fairly. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, I can. What do you think? Wrong. Love it if Hamilton does. I know. I bet. Beth, have you got your picks yet? Well, have you gone? Because you're usually last. I'm the host, so I've gone. <clears throat> You've been all. Nutting, Beth. Go on, nutting. Go on, fucking hit him. Fucking pull him. his hair. Oh, yeah, what he said earlier as well. Yeah, you Sorry. prick. Yeah, fucking don't have a go at your wife. Yeah. Oh, Straight that. to the Apex. It's available on all channels. <laughs> One minute you can talk on the podcast. Next Cookie minute cats. he does. You can't decide. You, Thank you, Andy. You're ruining the you production do. again, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I ruined the production. I appear when I'm not the first to appear. But then, actually, what is this on the podcast? Because he's got to entertain himself somehow when he hosts the podcast. Because there's nothing else going on, is there? Max is my first prediction. Second prediction is Lando Norris. And third prediction is Hamilton. Suck on that, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. You're in trouble when she uses your proper name. Wow. Whistling at me now. Welcome yeah. to a snapshot <laughs> of Tony's life because he literally angers his wife every minute of every single day. <laughs> if, if just for the benefit of the listeners, if Tony does not appear on next week's podcast after the Belgian Grand Prix, um, this week's episode will be given handed into the police as evidence. Yeah, and we will mourn his death, but also celebrate Ben well, actually doing everyone a favour. Anyway, um, let's move on. Should we have a little quiz? 
after a minute silence for you? No, yeah. I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. Right. I'm not dead yet. I'm yeah. not dead yet. You are as soon as we press stop. <laughs> first, first question on the quiz. One of three parts. <laughs> hey, lad, it's fastest finger first. Shout okay. your name. There is no. Well, I'll think of a prize. Um, for the quiz. But we'll, we'll get to that there. Are you ready? Ready. What 23-year-old won his first race in Hungary in 2003? 2003? Wow. Mark. Mark. Hamilton. Incorrect. Oh. James earlier. First Grand Prix win in Hungary. Yeah. Fuck me. I don't know. Jensen Button. No. It was Fernando Alonso, and I think that was mentioned at least ten times to allow Fernando Alonso during this weekend. As well as I think Sky Sports doing a special Segment for it. Pub. Before before watching Rovers, you know, get into Wembley, I didn't hear any commentary. I, I, I fast forwarded the uh, Fernando Alonso <laughs> before the race. So. <laughs> Whoopsie. In next fastest finger first, next question. Wow, I thought you'd get that one. I thought you'd get that one. In 2020, who won the race at Hungary and a record number of victories? James. James. Schumacher. No, incorrect. In 2020, so say the question again. In 2020, who mm. won the race and a record number of victories? Lewis. At hung in Hungary. Lewis. Lewis Hamilton is correct. Next question. What was the number of victories that he had? Oh. I think I know. Mark. Mark. It's it's between two numbers. I'm going to say seven. Incorrect. Are we just talking wins that season? Wins at that circuit, which was a record. Wins at Hungary. At Hungary. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have been driving for that long in 2020. Three? No, incorrect. It was eight. Oh, that was the other number. Fucking hell. Wow. This next one, fastest finger first. How many races since Hamilton's last poll? How many races since his last poll? You cruel bastard. Do you want to give us a number and whoever's closest wins? Should we play it like that? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I actually said that, obviously, his last poll was Jeddah. 
You did say that 2021, but you may yeah. want to be quite quiet because you may give the answer away. However, if, can, can James work that out? I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of counting on my races there is in a, in a calendar. Um, he did say I, three victory rings at Hungary for Hamilton. So <laughs> we really? got there. I'm going to say 32. Okay. Jim. 32 races. 32 races from his last one to this one, yeah. Which was in 2021. Yeah. Remind you, this was race 12. What do you say, 32? Yeah. I'm going 31. You fucking bastard. I should have said 33, shouldn't I? The answer is 33. Oh! So, oh off. Wow, that was incredible. 2 0 to me, right. Sorry, James, suck on that, you silly bastard. How's your marble? How's your marble? Uh, good. Yeah. Well, look, again, again. Better than your this, gravel. Actually, we haven't got any of them. So. This, this, is a, this is the closest, closest winner, closest wins. Okay. What was the gap? Between Hamilton on pole and Hulkenberg in P10. Oh, you are such a dick. Just because you watched a race, don't get cocky with your questions. I was the nearest 10. It's thousands, if you would like. We've got to go to the nearest 10. I've got a number to the nearest thousands. So that might give you a clue of how close it was from one to ten. Well, okay, okay. So I've got Hamilton's time down of one sixteen point six zero nine. So you want how many seconds off that was Nico Hulkenberg? Hulkenberg. Oh God, you cruel bastard! Go on, James. You can guess first. This will really show if you have any knowledge of this of this weekend, this race, this this sport, this quality. Obviously, one second, three tenths, five hundredths, and six thousandths. Okay. You're a dick, by the way. But I love you. What did you say? One second. 1.356. I'm going to say half a second. You said you're you're going to go 0.500. Yeah, yeah. Mark, you're the winner. It was actually 0.5. Five seven seven. They did mention it in quality, and I know it was close. Right, there is a you can. This is the last question, but there's many paths to it. So, James, you could, you could win the quiz. It's down. Oh wow! It's a four parts by any chance. There's four. Yeah. Of course, the fucking is wow. Right, come on. How do so, you? Know? My name. <laughs> well, do, do you want 
Should we get Jay? Okay. When was this exact time achieved before? When was it? What race was it achieved at? What 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 time? What time? This exact time, from P one to P ten, this oh. was achieved. What? So half a second covered the top ten. When was the last time it was achieved? Yeah. How is this many parts? Let me. I mean, just think about it. Just think about it. I, I mean, I'm doing full blown Forest Whitaker eye on you right now. You know that, right? So it's the last. So the last time this gap, exact gap, was achieved at what race? My, I, James, you're losing. So it's going to be a hell of a hit in the dark here. Miami. Incorrect. I mean, James goes, then you can go. Well, I mean, we've got three and a half minutes, mate, so... Yeah, we got. Uh, I'm going to go with Monaco. Incorrect. It was Brazil. What year? Give me a year. 2018. No. 2020. Incorrect. 2003. Who was Paul in Brazil at 2003? Senna. No, because no, no, absolutely not. I know, but <laughs> James. I, I, dead set there. I mean, his first name was Rubens. Barrichello. Correct. Well done. Fantastic. Well, well done. And guess who was 10th that year? Hulkenberg. No. Louis <laughs> Hamilton. No, it was Alonso. Um, Mark, you win the quiz 3-1. Congratulations. What? Do you have I, any concept I, of a quiz? Like, I, I don't know what happened with that. No. I tried. I tried to bring you back in the end. It was a long shot, but... Mate, I keep oh. telling you, send me the fucking answers. <laughs> I mean, if you would have got every single one of them questions right, then <laughs> I think we'd have known that he sent you the answers because that quite possibly is one of the worst questions or quizzes we've ever had on this podcast. Well, on that bombshell, it's Spa next week. It's Then it's the halfway stage. It's the last race before the summer break. It's a very, get ready guys, prestigious track with many prestigious sections it's going to be an interesting one. Um, yeah. Any any things to end on? Anything to say? Uh, we will be doing a podcast during the mid-season break and there will be a quiz from the guru, which is Charlie. Oh, good. Some questions that we all might have a chance with. I mean, she doesn't know that yet. Oh, I will right. be... <laughs> conversation with her but there will be a quiz in the mid-season break from Charlie excellent looking forward to it already excellent I can't wait to beat Mark again well that, that's if you survive the next 10 minutes after you get off this podcast <laughs> which isn't happening because me and James are also going to kill you if Beth doesn't and on that bombshell again guys um, this has been your boy Tony Dog with James and Mark, um, spread the apex, go Robins, up the Reds, up the Robins.
Wembley. Wembley. We'll see you soon. Davis Kingston Rovers, and we're off to Wembley. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one gone. Another race gone. More races to come. Just keeps coming. It's what we like. And if you do like it, before you go, click the like button. If you like it a lot, share it with a friend, a family member, somebody you hold dear to you. Say, hey, I like you. I'm going to share this podcast with you. You're in my crew. You can also check out the website. Website's got social media links, an email button. That way you can get in touch with these guys. You can get in touch with the podcast. Let us know that you've shared it around. Let us know how much you love this podcast. We'll let you know that we got your love. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of backwards and forwards. Big thank you for listening. Big thank you for watching. Uh, that's it from me. That's it from these guys. Until next time, obviously. And until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode of Cookie Cast, please like, share, and subscribe.